Hi, ladies, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in Leadership podcast. Welcome to episode number 48. Can you believe it? I I can hardly believe that we're already nearly at episode 50. That is a huge milestone in this journey with you ladies on this podcast. So, yeah, I was really just waiting on the Lord today to tell me, you know, which topic is it that I should be talking with you all today. And there were so many things that went through my mind. And as as I was about to press record, the Lord took me in the direction of praying for your team. Now, I've had the question before, if it's appropriate to pray for your team, or even if the people in your team are not spiritual or faith-based or Christian, uh, whatever people uh, call it. But the point is that, yes, absolutely, we, we should be praying for our teams. And I believe as people who follow Jesus, people who follow the role model that was Jesus, number one, we are we could pray for our team, but also number two, we could role model to them and we could love them the way Jesus did. So yes, let's jump into the episode and I will share with you what's on God's heart because I am only his instrument. Let's do it. As Christian women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rekha Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in Leadership podcast. Together, we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. Now, before we jump into the episode, I want to read this review from Christina Johnson from the Rule and Reign podcast. Rule and Reign for Believers podcast. My apologies. Dealing with difficult people in leadership, especially as a person of faith, has been very challenging. The tip shared in this podcast gave me a great example how to approach situations like this and how not to. They were very insightful and I can use this right away. Thank you so much. Thank you, Christina from the Rule and Reign for Believers podcast. I really thank you very much for listening. And... I'd like to invite you, the listener, if you get a value from this podcast, if you come back every week to listen, or if you see the the notification go off that there's a new podcast and you haven't left a review yet, if you could please do that. I would really, really, really appreciate if you could leave me a review. And I would really appreciate if you could come and join the Facebook group. So something that's been on my heart a little bit you know, for for a while, and I've not acted on that, is to start doing live teachings or just to start recording these podcasts live in the Facebook group. 
and that's extremely nerve-wracking. It's a it's a way for God to to um, to really work through me and to trust Him, and to not make my own agendas, but to be in it for Him. So I'd like to invite you to come and join the Facebook group. You can go to Facebook and search Woman of Faith in Leadership Community. Or you can go to the link in the description below and you can it'll take you straight there. So we've got a really tiny group at the moment. We've got 13 women in there, including myself. And the community is growing. So it's growing slowly but surely. If you would like to join that community, then I'd like to invite you to do that. But if you're on a different platform, you're not on Facebook, you're not interested in joining a Facebook group, can you let me know where are you? Are you on LinkedIn? Would you would you prefer a LinkedIn group better? Would you prefer if I created a WhatsApp group and then we could chat on the WhatsApp group and I could share episodes or more information there in a community? I really would like to find out from you. So if you're keen to, to, to tell me exactly where you are, what platform you're in, there is a link in the description below where you can, it's a one question survey. So you're going to click on the survey. It's literally going to ask you where would you prefer to, to connect. And then majority, I will see where everyone is at. Got about 60 to 100 people listening to the podcast on a weekly basis. And with only 13 people in the Facebook group, I'm trying to figure out if people are just not interested in joining the Facebook group or are they on different platforms? So it'll be a one question survey, but there will be before you end the survey, if you wanted to add any additional comments, you could do that. So if you were not in the Facebook group and you had a reason why you are not on the Facebook group, um, if you could let me know as well, I'd really, really appreciate it because I want to get to know my audience. I want to get to know you ladies. Like I said, there's about 60 to 100 of you listening on a weekly basis and I want to connect with you. I feel like it's a great way for, for the Lord to use me as an instrument, but I, I really feel like connecting with you ladies. I feel like talking to you face to face and and on like maybe on a WhatsApp or on a messenger or on the Facebook group and just get to know you all. I've got listeners from all over the world, literally so many countries. There's about 40 countries of women listening and I just really would like to connect with you. It's the, one of the deepest desires of my heart at the moment is just to connect with you all. So yeah, go and check out the link in the description below. Okay, well, enough of that. And thank you very much for listening <laughs> to that section of the podcast. But when it comes to praying for your team, I think a misperception that comes to mind for me uh, is that we should pray to change them. And, you know, sometimes when we pray, we pray for things to happen in the day. We just ask God, please, can this happen? Or please, can you protect this person? Or please, can you help me with that? Please, please, please. And this past Sunday, our pastor did a sermon on prayer and the way we pray. And I realized as well that sometimes I am in that space where I just pray and I ask God for stuff. I do thank him for what he's given me and I'm thankful and I do express my gratitude in that way. But mainly I pray for things or for stuff to happen or, you know, by no means am I the perfect, um, you know, person in the space and I don't reckon anybody is. We're all just human beings, right? 
But when it comes to praying for our teams, instead of changing or praying for them to change, which in essence you can sometimes do, so I'll get to that point in a minute. But I think, you know, when it comes to praying for our teams, we should trust God for the work that he wants to do through you with your team. So before you start praying for your team on your daily basis or maybe on your daily walk or your daily prayer morning through your Bible study and then prayer on your way to in on your way to work I used to drive an hour and a half to work so I used to use this time in prayer instead of praying for them to change pray for yourself pray that the Lord would number one use you and as an instrument with your team pray to the Lord to and I know it's kind of contradictory to what I just said to pray for things but this is different. So you're not praying for the Lord to change your team members' behavior, but instead you, you're trusting the Lord to use you. Ask the Lord to, to guide your every 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 movement, your every step, every word that comes out of your mouth so that you can be an example and a role model for your team members. And so that when your team members fail, they know that you are a safe space. They know that they're going to learn from you no matter what. And people will 100% know that you have something that's different, something that's unique as a leader. And I found this throughout my time where I was working, where people didn't necessarily ask me, why are you so different as a leader? But they would make comments about that. They would say, you know, it's just such a fresh, a breath of fresh air to work with a leader who actually really cares for people. Or the other comments that, I heard and and potentially something that I even said to one of my mentors it's just it's just so lovely to have someone to talk to that you know when you come and sit with them they're not going to scold you they're not going to reprimand you but they're going to ask you questions and they're going to get you to reflect on what went wrong and how you could do that better and in particular I remember one day when I was delivered with a team member And my mentor had walked into that space where we were at, office space. And um, I said to my leader, very unprofessionally, I said, I am about to crack it. That's literally what I said. And he just said to me, no, you're not. Let's exit this space and let's go talk. And I went into his office and I I really wanted to have a cry because I, I, I cry when I feel frustrated. And... So I didn't cry, although I did cry in his office a lot. And I just said, I'm so angry. I'm so angry with the staff member because we spoke about this and they literally did the opposite of what we spoke about. They agreed with me and I can't exactly remember what the situation was. And, you know, I know that I could just go and sit in his office and he was not going to scold me. He was not going to tell me off for being unprofessional as a leader, nothing like that. But he would reflect with me and he would say, okay, but... What could you have done better to ensure that that person understood that? And as a leader, we often don't want to look at what we did wrong. We just want to blame our team. And we're just going to say, well, I did. we did talk about this. They did understand. They said that they understood that, but they did the opposite. And the thing for me that he role modeled was, yes, potentially that person misunderstood or even potentially that person was just being obtuse and difficult. But what could I have done better? And I think before we start praying for our team, 
We need to start praying for ourselves as leaders. We need to start trusting the Lord to use us as an instrument for our teams. And, you know, Jesus was trusting God on a daily basis to use him as an instrument to do all, to do the work that he had to do. And it just astounds me. I thought about this yesterday. It absolutely astounds me that every single thing that happened in the Bible, but in particular, every single thing that Jesus said, every single thing that Jesus did, every movement that he made, every single second of his life had a purpose. And when we look back at that now, it's as relevant today as what it was yesterday, as what it was 100 years ago, as what it was 1,000 years ago. It's relevant. And he trusted God. He woke up every single morning and he said, I trust you today for my daily bread. He didn't say, I trust you for tomorrow. I trust you for the day after that. I trust you for today. And that really hit home for me when I realized that, okay, I can make a difference, but one day at a time, one day at a time, one podcast at a time, one episode at a time, one blog post at a time. And yes, you can, you can plan ahead. And so I actually... I've challenged myself to not plan ahead for these podcasts anymore because I used to plan really far in advance. I used to record these episodes way in advance for delivery on the day. I don't do that anymore now because I trust the Lord. Every single word coming out of my mouth today, I've not prepared it. It came from the Lord. and It's coming from the Lord. He's flowing through me right now because I prayed before. I asked the Lord to speak through me as an instrument. So I believe the first place where we have to start and what the Lord's trying to tell us is start with self. Pray for yourself. Pray for today for your daily bread that the Lord will help you today to be an instrument, to be like Jesus, to be a role model, to have integrity for your team. Starts with us and it started with Jesus. So Amazing. Thank you, Lord, for that breakthrough. And the next thing is then to equip and pray for your team. And one of the greatest commissions is to to make fishes of men. And although that's not in a professional manner exactly what we're doing at work, but what we're doing really is that We are being like Jesus at work for our team members. And sometimes we just want to throw, let's be honest, sometimes we just want to to throw stones at those people (laughs) because they're being very difficult and we just don't want to be like Jesus for this person who is an atheist, who is difficult, who fights with you around every corner, who, who questions your every move and who even has something to say about your religion. Okay. It's very difficult to work with those people. It is. But if we think about Jesus again, and if we think about everything that he endured, and we think about the role model that he was for us, and he sat at the table with people who were not accepted, who, who, who 
were very frowned upon by the leaders of that point in time. And they were not happy that Jesus shared the table with those people. They were not happy at all. And they got cross with Jesus for eating with tax collectors and for eating with, you know, whoever else it, it was that, that Jesus um, dined with because he, he even dined with prostitutes. And people got mad at him because why would he do that? But the way I see it is that God's inviting us to be Jesus in our work environments for everyone that is so ungodly in our work environments, to sit with them and love them. So you're not going to necessarily pray with your team. If you're in a position where you work in a church or where you work in an environment where you can actually pray with your team, amazing. But the challenge that most of, most of us face is that we're not in an environment like that. We're in an environment where we work with people who are ungodly, who are atheists, and who will criticize and question our every move and even our religion or even our way of life. So in that instance, it can be quite difficult to pray for those people because we don't want to. Our humanness says to us that I don't want to pray for that person. I don't even like that person. But that's where the challenge comes in. That's where God invites us to the table with Jesus and says, if Jesus can dine and pray for these people, if Jesus can hang on a cross next to a murderer, so you will have through me, the power to pray and to dine with the people at your work because you are like Jesus. You are a role model to those people at work. So, you know, as, as, as female Christians, we can, in leadership, you know, we, we can sometimes diminish our own worth. We, we think that we don't have a place in the corporate environment where, where there's 80% of men in there. That's just a made-up um, statistic. I did not read that anywhere, but that just came to mind, you know, in terms of, like, how dominating, uh, you know, the male industries. And just given the history of males versus females, okay, I'm not diminishing men. I'm just saying that this is a fact, that there have been more men than women in leadership just due to history and the past. And, you know, sometimes as females, we don't see our worth. We don't, don't, don't believe that we are worth it. And we suffer from something called imposter syndrome, where we don't think that we're worth it. We don't think that we belong in this place. We don't think that we are good leaders because we feel like imposters. We feel like we don't belong here. Who am I to pray for my team? Who am I to lead this team? But let me tell you that God saw your worth and he sees your worth right now and I don't know who this who needs to listen to this message today or if this is for all the women who's listening to this podcast but God believes in you and God knows that you are not an imposter God has called you into the role of leadership and he has called you to be the leader of your current team every single person that's in your team is meant to be there whether they are the most difficult person or whether they are extremely friendly and well compliant. 
and you just really work well with that person. But God has called you to be the leader of this team. And he wants you to pray for yourself in the first instance to be a good leader for them and to trust that you have been called first and foremost and to overcome those mental blocks that you are not good enough because God says, my child, you are good enough and I have called you into this role and I believe that you are the right person to be in this role. But lean back and trust in me. And then secondly, pray for your team. Go on your knees and bring every single person in your team, no matter how difficult it is. Bring them to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm trusting you to help me with this person. Thank you that you've put this person on my team. Teach me how to work with this team member. Help me to have a breakthrough with this team member. Show me, Holy Spirit, What is it about this person? Why are they so difficult? Break through for me, Lord. Discern for me. Help me to discern what is it about this person and help me to lead them because it's difficult, Lord. It's difficult. Lord, you know how difficult they can be. You know how mean and how cruel they can be. You know, Lord, that I don't like this person. But Lord, I'm putting my own humanness aside and I'm saying, Lord, I am yours. And this leadership position is from you. And therefore, Lord, I am in your hands. I am your instrument, Lord. And help me, Lord, to make a difference in this person's life. And I truly believe that if we start listening to the positive voice of the Lord in our lives versus the negative of Satan, then as leaders, we will start winning. As leaders, we will start being triumphant in our organizations because Satan doesn't want that. Satan doesn't want our organizations to thrive and for us as leaders to thrive. What he wants is for us to fail. And what he wants is for us to feel like failures. He wants us to suffer from imposter syndrome. He wants us to think that we're not good enough because if we think that we're not good enough, we can't reach what God has intended for us to reach. So I just really want to say you are good enough. You are good enough and that the Lord has called you for a day like this. And I believe that every single female leader, woman of faith in leadership who is listening to this message today, this message is for you. God intended it for you. And he wants you to hear this message. You are good enough. You are meant to be in that leadership role. And he has a purpose for you in that leadership role. But you need to lean back and say, Lord, here I am. I trust in you. Do your will in my life. And please give me today my daily bread. Help me to lead this team. Help me to be the best person I can be. Lord, I trust in you. No longer I who live, but he who lives in me. And he who speaks through me. And he who shines through me. And we can all be role models, just like, Je- just like what Jesus was. And on that note, I am going to pray for all of you. And um, then I'm going to end the episode. So, dear Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you for this amazing breakthrough of an episode that you, 
used me as an instrument to share with these ladies today, Lord. Lord, you're amazing. We praise you. We love you. And Jesus, thank you for being the ultimate role model for us and for our teams, for the way you led your team. Thank you that we know that you loved us so, so, so much. You loved your disciples so, so, so much. Even though the disciples constantly didn't believe, they, they constantly doubt, Thomas comes to mind. There was people who betrayed you, Lord. Judas comes to mind. Lord, there was just so many people who were against you, from the religious leaders to some of the public who, who, or the people who judged you for dining with prostitutes and for tax collectors and, and you name it, Lord. You, but Lord, you were not shy. You didn't shy away from these people and kept yourself holy, holier than thou, Lord. You didn't do that, Jesus. But Jesus, what you did is you humbled yourself in front of God and you said, God, use me. Give me today my daily bread. And I want to bring each and every woman of faith, that's a leader, Lord, to you today. Lord, you've called them into leadership. You've placed them in those positions for a reason. And some of them believe that they're not good enough. Some of them believe that they're not worthy. And I pray, Lord, that you would help them see and help them understand that they are worthy and that they no longer have to have a mindset of, I'm not good enough because, Lord, in you we are good enough. And we no longer have to suffer from imposter syndrome because in you, Lord, we are good enough. Because if you have called us into a mission, who are we to think that we're not good enough? There are so many people in the Bible who also thought that they were not good enough. Moses comes to mind. Lord, there were so, so, so many people who thought, why me? Lord, why did you choose me? But Lord, you have a calling and you have a mission for all of us, Lord. And I'm so thankful, Lord, that you have called me to this mission of this podcast. Thank you for using me as an instrument. Thank you that I'm able to bless and connect with these amazing women leaders, Lord. And I pray, Lord, for each and every one of them that you would give them today their daily bread and that after they've listened to this episode that they will be filled with your Holy Spirit and that they will no longer suffer from imposter syndrome and that they will no longer think that they're not good enough but that they will know, Lord, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Lord, for this amazing opportunity Thank you, Lord, for everything you do for us. I pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, that was amazing. Lord, you are amazing. Now, just to end the episode, again, I'd like to uh, just really connect with you. It's one of my biggest heart's desires at the moment to connect with you all. And I can't wait to hear if or how, you, how, how you're going to go about after this episode, because the Lord was really here, he was present, and I am, yeah, just so thankful for his amazing, amazing 
amazingness that's all i can say so i hope you enjoy the rest of your day the rest of your week wherever you are whatever time of the day it is may you be blessed may you trust in the lord may you lean back and trust that he will use you as an instrument for you your team and your organization i'll speak to you next week bye Thanks so much for listening. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review. Your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when I read it. And it makes me want to keep going. So please leave a review and your review will also help other Christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for. So whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review. Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.